My name is Sean Thomas. I'm the author of Be More Today, a 40-day guide to a better version of you. As doctor of physical therapy, I've seen thousands of people do great things. They came to me with ailments, physical ailments, pain, issues, and they got through them, all because they decided in their mind they were going to do it. So I wrote a book about it. Your thoughts can make you great or they can make you crumble. Those thoughts actually control everything in your life. I have three things I want you to do. Starts. Things I want you to start doing in your life that you said you wanted to do at some point in time. You said them. Stops. Things I want you to stop doing in your life, which I know you also want to stop. And three goals for your lives. And I take you through a 40-day guide to make sure you take those thoughts for those three things into reality. Now, I put some workouts in there too. Workouts to keep you always on the move because you got to keep moving. you got to stay focused. So, 40 days. Thoughts, workouts, you. And all I want you to do is trust the process and just be persistent. Visit BeMoreTodayBook.com. That's right, BeMoreTodayBook.com. And I guarantee you, if you just trust the process and be persistent, you too can be the best version of you. What's going on, folks? Your boy again, Dr. Sean Thomas here, back in the building. Be More Today show, day number 11 of Project 40 More. We are back, we are back, we are back in the building. And folks, we're cruising now. We're cruising now through these phases, and we're getting used to the, the, the sequence of events, the, the structure, uh, the squats, the push-ups, the plank jacks, the intermittent fasting. We're getting used to these things now because we're doing them daily. And that is the point of this challenge, to continue to take your steps to greatness, to be the best version of you. So I salute you. If you've been listening for one day or all the days, I salute you. The, the, the hits for the shows are going up, so I know that people are out there listening. Again, Be More Today's show is heard in 62 countries, uh, almost 25,000 downloads. So we are everywhere right now. So I got to thank you again for your love, your support. If you've not subscribed to the show, please go on your favorite podcast platform and do so. Subscribe, give us some reviews, give us some likes, share the podcast, let people know that there is a thing called the More Today Show that is helping you to be better at whatever you want to do. And let's continue to progress and push the movement forward. I greatly appreciate it. My quote for today is simple as always. Habits are the compound interests of self-improvement. Getting 1% better every day counts in the long run. 1% better every day counts in the long run. Think about your cell phone, right? We all have cell phones. Whether you think you don't, (laughs) you do, you do. We all have cell phones. I don't know what, what kind they are, what year they are, what brand they are. We all have something, a cell phone, smartphone, tablet, right? Computers, things that help us to get through our regular daily routines. And those things, when we use them, need to be charged. Now, 1% might not seem a lot if you're fully charged, right? If you're at 98% and you charge 1%, you're at 99, no big deal. But if you're at 1%, and you know that you need to make a phone call. You need to do whatever. Uh, you know that getting a little bit of a charge to have 2% is a big deal. Because you can still push a little more. Right? Or if you're at 
1% on your phone, you know that you can probably talk a little more for a little bit, but at some point in time, that thing is going to die. My point in saying this to you is that 1% is a big deal. It's a big deal. And it might not seem like a big deal when you have a lot. But when you're starting from, from the bottom, when you're trying to make improvements, and you're trying to see progress, 1% can seem like a whole lot. Even think about the concept of like $1, right? $1 when you were a kid was like, whoa, $1, let's go. Big money, big money, right? Because you had no money. There was no concept of money, no concept of, of, of value of how much things cost, right? So when you have $10, $100, $1,000 in your bank account, in your wallet, $1 is nothing. No, give anybody a dollar, right? Do- donate it, do whatever you want to do to it. Not a big deal. But when you're broke, <laughs> when it's Thursday and tomorrow is payday, right? No pun intended. No pun intended because it is Thursday here where I am right now, right? But when, when it's Thursday and there's, there's no money coming in or, or you don't have any money on you, you have no cash on you, and somebody says, hey, can I borrow a dollar? That dollar is valuable. That dollar is big time. That dollar is big money. The same way when you were seven years old and my daughter gets a dollar, she's like, whoa, I got a dollar. That dollar is big. My point, again, is that when you don't have things, and when you're at your baseline, when you don't have much, those small advancements, those small additions are a big deal. They're a big deal. And we're looking at the phase of change as we go through this self-assessment or self-evaluation phase right now. And we're trying to figure out, as we conclude part three of this series, how we can maintain and make these things, activities, uh, uh, our health goals, a part of our everyday life. Habits are the compound interest of self-improvement. Getting 1% better every day counts in the long run. And it's true. 1% better every day. That's real compound interest, right? Because you're going to say, look, I'm better today than I was yesterday. Great. And the next day, I'm a little better today than I was the day before. But how do you do that? Right? How do you maintain that? And how do you keep pushing that through your life? Whether you for a season or for the long haul? Well, here are four tips you can you can try. For self-evaluation, a, a number of people do these things when they're writing their own self-evaluations. And my book is premised on this same this same thought process. So Number one, you want to promote your success. You want to hype yourself up. You want to let people know, let yourself know at least, what you're doing. That 1% that you're doing, give yourself some kudos for that. Give yourself some accolades for that. Give yourself a, a Facebook post, Instagram post, a Twitter feed, you know, whatever. Do something to affirm your success. For some of you, it may be, look, I got up yesterday, I went to the gym. I did my 40 minutes of whatever, and I came home. That is great. Affirm yourself for that. Tell your family. Tell your friends. Tell your loved ones. Tell your kids. Right? Give yourself an A+, five stars for that day. You did a good thing. You did a good job. Right? Give yourself some credit. You can do that. You want to promote your success because you hyping yourself up is exciting for yourself. And it may give you the momentum you need to go out there and do the same thing the next day. So my tip number one is promote your success. You know, people talk about, and I even talk about, 
how we use Instagram just to to put things up there that are, that are good things or, or positive things. But a lot of self-evaluation and a lot of self-promotion can come from social media. I mean, social media is that one thing that I can truly say it, it definitely hypes us up in ways that can be beneficial. Of course, it can also bring us down when people say mean comments, when people unlike our photos or, or unfollow us, etc. But there's a lot of confidence that comes when people are following us on social media. Even for this podcast, when, when I see people downloading the show, you know, I get hyped. I get excited. That for me is 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 exciting because I, I'm recognizing that people are, are looking at what I'm doing. They're listening to the show. They're appreciating what I'm saying. They're 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 happy about the progress, those things. And I promote that myself. I share, look, I just said on the show, sixty-two thousand, you know, countries, you know, twenty-four, twenty-five thousand downloads. I promote myself. That for me is success. But what is it for you? What are the things that you're doing to promote your success, whether internally or externally? I'm not saying you have to go out there and just tell everybody what you're doing all the time, but you should be congratulating yourself in positive ways when you do a good job. Now, I'm not saying to go up there and say, yo, I worked out today. I can go out there and have all the cookies. I can have all the cupcakes. No, no, no. That's not the point. The point is not to self-indulge. It's to go out there and self-affirm. And if you can do that every day, then you will get better at doing more things in the long term. Point number two is going to be to address areas that need improvement. Now, this is hard because this is also the other end of social media, right? Social media is great because you can put things out there that you're doing well. But as I said before, rarely do we put out there things that we need improvement in. And self-evaluation or self-assessment is really looking at how you can get better. I start all of my evaluation with, with my my staff members saying, "Yo, you know, you're doing this well. You're doing this well. That's doing. That's going well. Fantastic." And if you're listening, you're probably laughing because you're like, "Yeah, he does, right? This, this is doing great. You're doing well here." What we can focus more on is working on this. And there's a science behind that, right? You want to get someone excited to say, "Look, you are doing well." Not everything is bad. And, I'm not saying but, and there are certain things that we can still improve on to make sure that we can still get better. Because no one's perfect. There's always something to work on. So address areas that need improvement. What can you improve in? What can you get better at? What can you do uh, better during this maintenance phase? Because even though you've got it, right? Even though you're working out, you're... You're doing your squats, your push-ups, your plank jacks, you're drinking your water, you're getting your sleep, right? You're intermittently fasting. There are going to be days where you don't want to do that. There are going to be days where you fall off. There will be days where you may fall off for multiple days, right? Some of us are, are streaky. We're, we're, we get into a, a, a fitness thing where we're like, yo, I'm in it. I'm in the gym every day. I'm doing my thing. And then it could be anything. It could be us getting hurt. It could be work at work. It could be us getting sick. It could be family in town. Momentum stops. And all of a sudden, we're back to ground zero. Where we just don't have the motivation to continue doing that thing. We fall off the wagon. So 
So what are ways that you can improve to make sure that you stay consistent and you maintain the momentum even when the momentum starts to dwindle? That's number two. Number three, record your accomplishments. One of the best ways in my book that we use is our steps to greatness, right? And you writing down what you're doing for your starts and your stops and your goals. You write down the, the, the phase of the model of change that you're in. Are you still pre-contemplating going to the gym? Are you in the action phase of going to the gym? Are you in the maintenance phase of going to the gym? Where are you? Where are you at? Right? And and when you do these things well, you write them down, right? For some of you, it may be accomplishments such as, look, I ran a 5K this weekend. And you post that picture of you with the medal, medal Mondays, right? You post your time, you 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 post your, your after race picture or photos and pictures, whatever those things may be. You record your accomplishments. For some of you, it's putting those medals up on the wall. Right? I know my, my girl Pammy, Unstoppable Pam, puts medals on the wall and she's she's a medal junkie. She wants all the medals. Give me all the medals. I want all of them. Those are her accomplishments. She records those visually and puts them up for others to see because that is what is going to continue to push her forward during this phase. What is it for you? How are you recording your accomplishments? For some of you, it may be look, I'm, I want to try, I want more money. At my job and money for me and success is me being able to travel and if I can travel more that's me seeing that I'm accomplishing my goals so maybe it's just finding places to go taking trips put more stamps in your passport book you know whatever that case may be whatever the accomplishments are for you it could be grades if you're in grad school you're in, in high school you're in college and you're literally just trying to figure out how to be better and you look at your accomplishments. It could be showcasing your grades, right? And putting those grades on that refrigerator. That's still a thing. People still do that, right? Whatever the case may be, showcase and record your accomplishments because you got to see it. You got to see the progress that you're getting. And that also will help you to be able to evaluate and reassess where you are and where you need to be. And the last one, setting our goals. Right, setting goals is a, is a real thing. We've been talking about that since day one of this challenge for Project Forty and Project Forty More. Our subsequentness needs to be ingrained in goals, and goal setting is not just something that I do as a therapist. It's something that we all should be doing in our lives. When someone meets you for the first time, all we literally do is talk about what they want to do or what the issues are where they struggle in terms of strengths and weaknesses and what their goals are. They first tell me what their goals are, right? I want to get back to walking. I want to be able to walk down the aisle with my daughter. I want to get back to biking. I want to be able to walk around the park without any pain. I want to be able to reach into my cabinet. I'm going to be able to drive again. All these simple things. They say what their goals are. Then I say what my goals are for us. I think a goal for us should be for us to be able to do that, to be able to walk 100 feet without using a cane, to be able to sit in a movie theater for an hour and a half without having to get up and take breaks or sit on a plane for five hours without having to take substantial breaks to stand up and sit down. Those are goals that we decide together, but they all are still wrapped up in goals. And you will not be able to reevaluate yourself 
what you're doing, how strong you want to be, your fitness journey, your health journey, unless you do these four things during this last phase, which is the maintenance and the maintenance and termination phases. Because anyone, again, can start, right? You can start something and get things going. You can even start doing it for a while, but to maintain it. Think of all the things you said you wanted to start doing, you started doing, and you stopped doing. Right? Think of all the instruments in your house you said you wanted to play, and now they're just collecting dust. Think of all the projects you said you wanted to start that you probably did start, but you never finished. Think of all the, the fitness things you purchased. Sneakers and workout clothes and apps and, you know, just things that we do. We do all these things where we, yeah, 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 that's a great idea. I'm going to do that. And then all of a sudden, time gets in the way, life gets in the way, and we just fall off the wagon. We need to be better at finishing. And if we promote our successes, address areas that need improvement, record our accomplishments, and set goals these things can help us to make sure that we can get through the self-evaluation phase or the self-re-evaluation phase and push forward to get our things done. Habits are the compound interest of self-improvement. We want to improve. We want to improve it ourselves. And you can get better at doing certain things, but the compound interest part, right? That means that we're getting better and better and better, right? Exponentially. We want that. And that 1% thing is a real thing. It's a real concept because every day, whether it's 1% or 10%, every day we can get better. And it counts in the long run. A lot of us look at this thing in the short run and we say, oh man, well, what's the point of doing this day to day if I'm just going to be better for now? No, scratch that. This is a long journey. Just like the marathon, you know, it's funny they put this concept of 1% in the long run because they say people who do the marathons are the 1% of the population. Only 1% of the population has done a marathon in their lifetime. It's not a lot of people, but it's because the training for it and the diligence and the sacrifice and the time that it takes to get these things done. It's a lot. I mean, you're talking about putting in 12 weeks, sometimes 18 weeks of training just for one race that's happening in the future. It's a lot. But for training, it does take that 1%, that 1% of getting better every single day. Because you can't just go out there, although some people do, you just can't go out there and just run it. Right? And if you do, you're going to probably get hurt. You're going to be painful. All these things can go wrong, right? It's not going to be the ideal situation. So the best thing to do is to really go out there, put down the habits, compound the interest of self-improvement, getting faster, getting stronger, getting better. 1% every day counts towards the long run. That's it. You want to be a part of the 1% of people who've done this thing? Put your 1% in every single day. And make it count for the long run. Whatever your goals are for your life, physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, whatever those things are, put the work in. James Clear said it best in this quote, and I believe him when he said that. And I want to try that for myself. There's so many things that I know I want to do this year, even though we're in August, right? 
And for some of you, you're like, oh man, this year is done. Oh, the year is over. I'm looking at 2023 already. Nah, scratch that. That that that's that's whack. Let's 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 be real about this thing. Time is not promised to anyone. I'm not looking towards next year and saying, oh well, I didn't do it this year. No. We still got time. You still got four months to do a lot of things, a lot of growth, a lot of improvements can happen in just one day. So take the time today. Put the work in today. Think about all the things that you said you wanted to do and you stopped during the action phase and you didn't continue to maintain that thing. Let's reassess. Let's reevaluate. Let's figure out where the kinks are in the system. Let's reset today. Let's go out there and make today great as we reevaluate what we want to do for our fitness and our focus. That's my charge for you today, folks. I hope you receive that. And I'm excited to conclude this 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 reevaluation section right here because it is something that we have to do to keep pushing forward to be the better version of ourselves. So go out there, continue to put your squats in, continue to put your plank jacks in, continue to put your push-ups in, and I will see you tomorrow as we conclude our health tip for tomorrow and conclude our fitness challenge for these three fitness activities. We'll have another fitness activity added, not tomorrow, but the next day. So make sure you get these things in. And if you are still intermittently fasting, continue to stay on your grind. Folks, as I always say, have a good day, have a good night, have a great life, and continue to take your steps to greatness to be the best version of you. I'll see you tomorrow for our health tip number three. Peace. journey starts with a thought, a vision, fueled by a why. But what's your why? Why do you want to be more today than you were yesterday? You already know that you have to trust the process and just be persistent. You already know that next level results require next level effort, period. But why is today different than any other day? What's your why? How are you going to get to the next level? Most of you want to make it to the promised land of success, but aren't willing to make the sacrifices. Let me be clear. Nobody said it was going to be easy. No handouts. No excuses. It's just you versus you. It's go time. Find your wife for the 5 a.m. wake-up call. Find your wife for the extra mile you have to do after the workout. Find your wife to face that fear. Take that test. Make that move. Come on, y'all. Your whole life has been a warm-up for this moment right here, today. Are you finally ready to play? You gotta decide to stay always on the move. Less talk, more action, just be better, just be more. Be more today.